What up, Fantasy World? It's your boy Johnny Dubs back in the building with Combs and Clooney for the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. Week two. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. Preseason? It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. What I just watched. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. I promise you it wasn't preseason, Coles. Are you sure about that? I promise you it wasn't preseason. It sure looked like it. I mean, at times. At times, it looked preseasonish, but I think for the most part, we had some pretty entertaining, you know, Sunday football games. No? I think we had, I think Sunday football was saved by a fantastic Monday night football. Monday night game, right. Two Monday night, two, two. good Monday night games saved what was essentially screwing Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> That's absolutely cool. I'm not even mad at that. But um, the games were entertaining. If, if you're here just, just to see... Not necessarily good football, but just like, you know, the deep bombs, the home run plays. That was the week for that, uh, if, if to say anything. Cause I feel like we can really count one, like, one hand. I mean, good games. Were, like, the Eagles-Washington was a good game. Mm-hmm. Panthers-Rams um, was a good game. There's a whole lot of Dallas versus Giants and Miami versus, <laughs> versus the Rams. Steelers versus the Patriots. <laughs> Yeah, get out your system. Uh huh. Good. The Carolina versus. Is that already? The, I already said it. That was a good game. Yeah. That was a solid game. It was all right. I, CMT made it. I don't want. 49ers versus. The Falcons versus the 49ers versus uh, Vikings was not a good game. It was an ugly game. Ugly game. There was yeah, a lot of. The exactly. Chiefs, the Chiefs, Jacksonville, once Foles got hurt. Ugly game. Seahawks, Bengals was okay. Yeah. Was Surprisingly, okay. that was okay. Surprisingly, it was a nice game. 49ers versus uh, Tampa, Tampa was an ugly game. Oh. Jets and Bills, I guess it turned out to be entertaining after a while. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> not necessarily for Jets fans, I'm sure. But we're not here to talk. We're here to talk some uh, fantasy right, football. Come Saturday, I have so many questions for your predictions. <laughs> come on, come Saturday. I got, a, I got a lot. Yeah, yeah I, got I got a lot, lot of sh- for the for the flagship show. Come Saturday, yeah, I got a lot of balls. A lot of qu- how many wins did you tell you said they were going to get this year? Is it nine? I think. You said you said nine ten to be exact, but uh, is it ten? Yeah, yeah. All right. You you went as high as ten. I'm rolling with ten. <laughs> but I'm rolling with the, bro, hey, <laughs> what? We'll hey, what? I think nothing uh, fancy involved in that game. Besides, Le'Veon Bell looked amazing, as we all know. I think Crowder got more targets than you guys have wins this year. You're stupid. Yo, you got to chill. Yo, man, this is oh, I'm not getting fourteen. He had seventeen targets. He only played 16 games. So that don't make sense. Mm. That makes sense. But like I said, <laughs> but like I said, Le'Veon Bell. That make sense. Looks to the every bills. bit of the man. Looks to the Bills, but they only had how, like, how many? Y'all, y'all had more yards than them. Is this a fancy podcast? <laughs> I'm just trying to wonder. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out. I'm just yeah. trying to figure out. This is a fancy I, podcast. I appreciate you. Thank you for that segue. I mean, Coles. you guys losing 20 and nothing also, but Washington was terrible. <laughs> Everyone, right? You know, Case Keenum was literally <laughs> awful. Dead man walking. We'll get to that later. Right. But um, we're going to talk. We're back to a you know, regularly scheduled program in terms of uh, some of the segments. So we're going to talk the best and worst of week one. Uh, see if any of these guys hit on any of these people in that they put in their top fives. Uh, we're going to give you the top five for week two coming up. And 
We got the go get them segment. It's back. People that you need to go get for real, for real. Uh, so gentlemen, week one, the best. We're gonna start. Let's start in the quarterback land. Um, and I guess we can start. Uh, you want to? Well, let me rattle off the uh, the top uh, QBs from that week one. Oh, and that is not it. That's Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, starting Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, and Patrick Mahomes. Even though he said Case Keenum had a bad uh, night fantasy wise, he was number four. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Matt Stafford, Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, and Mariota to round out the top ten. So let's start with the best gentleman. Who do you want to? Who do you want to pick from? Uh, pick from that that you uh, I guess were surprised about. I mean Combs. I mean Coles. You uh, clearly hit on Lamar Jackson. So and we can we can yeah and and well both of y'all hit on Dak because y'all had Dak at four and he was number two. So you know congratulations gentlemen on that one. That was uh, some spot on analysis. But um, give me some takeaways from week one uh, from the quarterbacks. Um, let's say this. Week one essentially preseason game week five. The only difference that the only difference that this counts towards your record. And you sort of you sort of a lot of blown coverages, missed tackles, which caused a lot of. Big fantasy numbers for people for people this, this uh, week one. That being said, a guy I'm looking at that I don't know why I didn't pick him up because I talked about him, I talked about his team so much on the last podcast. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford went out there threw for like 300, 300 something yards, threw a pair of touchdowns, three eighty five, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, sixty um, percent completion, and, he, and obviously the. Uh, the game plan to target the two two cornerbacks who never played football again in their life apparently, who just out there doing cardio. <laughs> so, so he went guarding one, just doing cardio on the track. But um, I think I think the biggest thing about the top ten that you saw, which is which is false fool's gold. And what I mean by that is that you're gonna see this list. And the analysts are going to tell you, oh, this is why you shouldn't go out and get Patrick Mahomes first round or Aaron Rodgers or Sean Watson, blah, 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 blah. This is why you could draft someone like Lamar Jackson in the eighth round, ninth round, or Matt Stafford, blah, 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 blah. They don't tell you that next week, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford probably on the worst top, top, top ten list next week. And these guys that – and I get it. At the end of the year – Matt Stafford and Rivers and don't put Rivers and Stafford. Well, I'm talking about not talent wise. I'm talking about just production wise. Rivers, Rivers, Rivers have been has been in the upper. Stafford always a top fifteen quarterback every year. But the Rivers problem more is top ten quarterback every year though. The problem is that on a week to week basis, these guys don't show up. And my point is this: if you don't want a headache and guessing. And hoping every week that your guy shows up, just go out there and pick Mahomes, fourth round. Go, I, I, am completely turning my own new leaf. I'm, I'm all for the guy who picks Sean Watson fifth round. I'm all for the guy who picks Mahomes in the fourth round because I had Jimmy Garoppolo this week against Tampa, freaking Tampa. Who Jay Winston literally gave the ball every other play, gave the ball <laughs> up, and he's still the man twelve points. All right, so. That's that's my take on the top ten this week. It's like what 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 is this? Chase Keenum my four, please. Combs, talk to me. Um, 
I think this list is the the phony baloney top ten. I think fool's gold because honestly, if you look at Mariota, oh. Brady, who did I say Brady? Mariota, Keenum, Stafford, Dak over here. Yeah, he, he like eighteen points this week. These are guys that, and even Lamar Jackson, of course. I don't think he'll get forty eight point six every single week. He's not. But honestly, a lot of these guys, I don't feel com- you're right. Besides Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Brady, I don't think any of those other guys even. I'll say Aaron really Rodgers. Except for, except for when he played the Bears. And that's yeah, of course. Yeah. That's, that's leading my point, though. That don't be discouraged if you did draft the Matt Ryan's a little higher than these guys, Aaron Rodgers a little higher than these guys, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. Don't be discouraged by one. Big Ben. Don't be discouraged by one bag. He's actually Big Ben. Maybe should be a little discouraged by Big Ben actually. But the other four, don't be a little discouraged. Don't be discouraged by them because I would assume like Baker Mayfield will get back on schedule versus my Jets this weekend. I'm not sure if Mosey's playing. Um, we all assume Aaron Rodgers to be perfectly fine this weekend. Uh, they go against Minnesota. He typically does pretty well against Minnesota. Um, same thing with uh, Jared Goff. Um, they go against New Orleans this weekend, so that'd probably be a shootout in uh, in L.A. So that's why if you did draft one of those guys a little earlier than these guys you're saying wait for, then don't be discouraged by it. It was only one week. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, talk to me about some of the worst quarterbacks uh, from this week. I mean, you mentioned some of the names. But, you mentioned Jameis. Aaron Rodgers didn't have a best of weeks. Baker Mayfield was kind of down there. Big Ben. Um you know Trubisky, what? Cam Newton. Let's start with the worst of the worst. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. Now he's Cam Newton. He's the worst of the worst? Or oh, he's the worst of the worst. I mean, he, was that, he had six points. He's the worst I, of the worst. He had six points. Only worse than Daniel Jones. Trubisky? Oh, no. What he, do you do? Only person worse than him was Daniel Jones, who played four downs. Yikes. <laughs> Taysom Hill is better. Trubisky was better. Nick Foles is better. Who played a quarter and a half. <laughs> Let's start with Cam Newton, a.k.a. Scam Newton. This was... Abysmal. Oof. It wasn't good. Now, if you drafted Cam Newton, like most people did within what, seven, eight, nine rounds? He was nine. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Whatever. Um, you took him 99. Yeah, I took him in the ninth. He, now, the, now, the good, he completed 25 38 for 239. The bad, he threw a pick and lost a fumble. And a fumble. Yep. And they get in the and end negative zone. rushing yards. And then get in the end zone. So. Hmm. Cyclones. <laughs> no, why? Because CMC was amazing, amazing CMC. Indeed. And you have to assume that those two rushing touchdowns CMC had, maybe next week Cam throws him one next week, mm-hmm. or DJ Moore doesn't fumble the ball mm-hmm. once he catches it, <laughs> or maybe Curtis Samuel can break a tackle or two. I don't. Know, he's kind of small. But um, if I'm a Cam Newton owner, I do start looking for that solid backup one A. Um, just to have a, a peace of mind, maybe. Uh, I'm not gonna say Keenum's a backup one A, but you're right. Stafford's out. I'm sure most of the league thought Stafford's out there. Dalton's out there. Um, Jacoby Brissett, depending on the matchup. Uh, cause Cam Cam versus that LA team defense isn't that real. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. Now, you know, Cam was now, but now these next two weeks. These are two waiting because they play Tampa Bay Thursday night. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Everyone's watching this on game. A short week. Everyone is one of those. The whole world's watching Thursday night primetime. They got Joe Buck on the call. Troy Aikman. They make it feel like a primetime game. Um, <laughs> and we will see what Cam Newton is because Tempest that one takes. on Sunday was scary. If I was a Cam Newton owner hoping to win football games with him in fantasy football, uh, uh-uh, uh, that ain't it. He wasn't trying to run. He was throwing a lot of short passes. I give him that, but no one broke any tackles to help him out. Well, you have a so, you have a camera owner uh, owner right next to you, Mr. Walters. How do you feel coming in on Thursday against Tampa Bay's awful defense? I mean, my thing is, I hope this is the game that Cam kind of breaks out of this funk. I mean, he said he was a little rusty. He was shaking some, shaking off some rust. So, I mean, I'll give him that. You know, coming off an injury, new season. I mean, I was coming into the season along with Combs, having high hopes for Cam and the Panthers. So, I mean, me having him and me having that 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 feeling prior to, I'm 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 concerned, but not. Not crazily overhyped jumping out the window yet. Not, not really. Like Combs said, it's, it's time to go look at look at what the reinforcements are looking like yeah. out there. But it's not panic time. But I'm, I'm not, not pressing mad, the panic yeah. button. I'm not mad if you want to play him on Thursday. You're not, you're not Petey Track ringing the alarm. If you saw what happened, because Carolina defense played well. Um, Cam Newton actually fucked them up twice with the fumble and the pick. Mm-hmm. The Carolina defense put them in two bad spots. Yeah, and sure Malcolm Brown was situations. able to rumble in the end zone a couple times. But um, versus Tampa Bay defense, you would assume that Jameis Winston would put Carolina in some uh, in some, some in some positive field position a lot of times with his erratic play. <laughs> so, with that being said, Cam should have multiple opportunities to get in the end zone. He's throwing one, running one. He should have a nice weekend, a nice game on Thursday, Cam Newton, if he's fully healthy, ready to go. Okay. Now my my worst. <sighs> Mitch Trubisky. Mitch, Mitch. The white the white cam. Mitch, 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 Mitch. Yeah, but no one took Mitch though. No one got Mitch. I have my my list league. Somebody people have Mitch. People have Mitch. You play Mitch? People have Mitch. You play Mitch goals? Unfortunately I had to. And I'm in a two quarterback league. I started Mitch and Baker Mayfield. Good God. I no chance I got killed. Yeah, I got that, blown. That's rough. Out. All right? <laughs> that's rough. The worst thing about bad quarterback play is having to watch it. <laughs> having to watch it. It's a fact. And unfortunately, I to, this weekend I had to watch Mitch Trubisky on Thursday and Jimmy Garoppolo on Sunday. Yes, it's not it. It's not it. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, honestly, like I don't even know, I don't even know where to go with that. What I saw on Thursday night that was just a bad football game overall. Literally, honestly, he literally. Had similar numbers to Cam Newton, like I bet he did from like from the completions to the to the attempts to the completion percentage to the yardage to the interception to the carries, like everything's the same. Like they're eight like points a, compared to six. They're like a white and black cookie. <laughs> they, the, they're black and white. The white and black cookie. They're, they're together. They're the same person. I don't easily don't compare them. They're the same person, bro. Like, what do you want me to say though? I don't know what you want to say about them. Like, they're both better when they can run. Like, they both they both. Create more offense for themselves when they look to run first, and then the pass lanes open up for them. They both have little, little accuracy. They both have weapons around them that they could make better, but they choose to to bring them down. Like Allen Robinson. Honestly, I forgot he's I forgot he's this good because for the last two years, Trubisky been throwing him, overthrowing him. Oh, Goodness Christ! Right, don't 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 turn it into a Mitch Rose. I I, I feel the energy. <laughs> I feel yeah, the energy. I felt, I felt more personal. Yeah, that, it's not personal. I mean, it, it, no, it is. 
It's only personal because it's only personal because I just like them. But I, I, I don't like I don't like watching these run first quarterbacks. I just, I, oh, I just don't like it. All right, let's go to running backs. Yeah, before running before back. you get excited, <laughs> so we got some of the best from the week one. Uh, we have Austin Eckler coming in at number one. Christian McCaffrey at two. D. Henry three. Marlon Mack, Dalvin Cook, Marvin, uh, Mark Ingram the second. Josh Jacobs, David Johnson, Chris Carson, and Malcolm Brown to round out the top ten. Le'Veon Bell and Kamara right there, eleven to twelve. Uh, so and Saquon as well too at thirteen. Uh, so gentlemen, best of the week running backs. Talk to me. Did we see typically what uh, we expected from you know our top running backs? What we saw on the top three picks. What number was Chris Carson? Uh, he was number nine. Damn. First thing first, I think Christian McCaffrey is the number one running back in fantasy football right now. Uh, the man of the beast. More, nothing more you can say about him. Nineteen for buck twenty eight. Ten catches for eighty-one yards. Yeah, he, he, utility two man. Two touchdowns. He came with the utility belt on. He's like, I mean, "Okay, you're not here to work. It's, it's all right. Facts. You go sit in the van." He tried, <laughs> he tried to put the team on his back against the Rams. Um, if Cam did anything in the passing game, they probably would have won the game. So, but in my eyes, CMC is a clear-cut number one running back in a fantasy. Just because of the way Saquon, I'm not sure how the Giants are going to use him. And I don't want to say if I'm a Saquon owner that I'm nervous right now. I am. Really, but I would be for the same reason why. There's a reason why I took Kamara, and there's a reason why Dabs is a Saquon Park right now because this is exactly what this is what Which happens. I'm so happy about it. this. What what happened Sunday is exactly what I think is going to happen with the Giants. Like yes, he's going to have play. He breaks through. For, I mean, Kamara only had only had two more points than Saquon. Excuse me. Kamara only had two more. points. Okay, but the offense is better. Like Kamara had a lot more chance to score than than Saquon did. That's true. Like watching the game, yes, the points were similar. But watching the game, uh, off the top of my head, there was a play where JJ White, JJ Watt, uh, created a holding that made uh, Drew Brees overthrow Kamara slightly. That was that, that's a touchdown right there. Also, there's not gonna Latavius Murray's taking get thirty yard runs in the end zone. That's not gonna happen often. What do you mean? Why not? Because he's more the he's more the the pound guy. He's more excuse me the round and pound guy. But he can do that. He, he can break it out a little bit. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying he, he's a speedster, but he'll bust it to the outside he's a little the, bit. He's, they don't even use him to wear the wear clock to wear a clock down. Like if you watch uh, watching the game, that was my biggest thing I wanted to see. The biggest thing I wanted to see was how they're gonna use Kamara, and I was perfectly fine how they used him. Second half, they had a lead. Yes, Latavius Murray got some got some got some uh, ticks in there, but for it was a lot of Kamara. and they even said it on they even said it on the uh, the air. They said that what's the biggest th- reason that what's the biggest change from the first half to second half when the 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 Saints were struggling? They decided to focus on Kamara in the second half. They decided to change the offense around and make it run through Kamara. So I'm perfectly fine with that. But the biggest thing I want to uh, I want to uh, touch on. Is Malcolm Brown? That is an interesting uh, development uh, going on out there. Todd Gurley, yes, got his ninety yards, but two touchdowns went to Malcolm Brown. I don't know how you feel about that, Combs. I don't have Todd Gurley in any league, so. Um, I feel two ways about it because as a football fan and a fan of Todd Gurley's and the Rams, I. Do agree with, with 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 what they're doing, using him as a as a closer, the Mariano role. You saw in the first half, it was very sparingly him and Malcolm Brown split times. Second half, it was all Todd Gurley in second half. He was rumbling in Carolina. He closed him out. 
pretty much kept the clock running. Uh, as a football fan, I love that. They're keeping fresh for the whole season. This way you have them for the playoffs and the Super Bowl ready to roll. As a fancy football owner, I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> as your boy Nelly was saying, I'm scared. Because you're not sure. Now, we all thought Tiger would be the main goal line red zone running back in that offense. If he ain't, then that's cause for pause. <laughs> and I'm sweating right now. And I'm probably trying to sell him right now to somebody. Because if you need the main red zone target in that offense, then you're not going to get good returning your value from him, I feel like. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm not scared of what he did. I'm scared of where you probably had to take him mm-hmm. and what he did. Yeah. If he's somehow your second running back, then I'm, I'm cool. Oh, yeah. Like, if you if he, if you you picked him in a league where you had a number 12 pick and you got, like, Dalvin Cook and Todd Gurley, I'm chilling. But if he's your number one guy and you have, like, say you have, like, Todd Gurley and Amari Cooper and, like, Zach Ernst or George Kittle, follow with, like, other running backs like, like, like um, Marlon Mack and something like that. I'm a little nervous. I'm like, okay, I have an RB1 who might really be, like, an RB2 with RB1 upside. So just to uh, kind of piggyback over that, the person in our league who does have Todd Gurley has Todd Gurley, Julio, and Amari Cooper and Zach Ernst. Yeah. So. So are you are you comfortable with Todd Gurley being among backs? the mix of who's, those players? Who's the other running back? Now this person is very weak at running back. I'll I'll, I'll say that the next running back in line, Singletary, uh, McCoy. Mm, that's about it. Yeah. So it's like. It's tough. Because when you hear his name amongst the, the top players that I said, it sounds okay. But then yeah. when you don't hear a running back in the mix, you're a little concerned. Now With him as your lead back. In that situation, right, I would be okay for the moment because Singletary did look good. And if the, if the Bills are, if the Bills are, if the Bills are going to commit to him, then you have a solid flex play every week to go along Todd Gurley. But I'm still a little nervous because, I mean, me personally, I just like to have one of those... Bell cows, feel you. Like I have one of those. So like, I think I don't. Like, I know Malcolm did it one year where he won a championship with a bunch of receivers and like it was amazing. Like, yeah, I get it. But like, it was ridiculous. Yeah, not amazing. It was ridiculous. I just feel like I just feel when it, I just feel when it gets colder outside. Like right now is right now is receiver weather. It's receiver <laughs> weather right now. Like this. <laughs> like this is it's, it's made right now. The weather is made for receivers. But when it gets a little cold, when it goes around like Thanksgiving and late October. You don't want someone to run the ball the majority of the time. You don't want to. You want. You don't want one of those guys. One of those guys that gets the ball about eighteen times a game, and he never. He never comes to the field. You don't want that. So to me, I probably would trade one of the receivers for like, I don't know, maybe like a. I'm trying to think of a running back name like. Like what? What tier running back are you thinking? Like a I'm, top tier. I'm thinking one of those like one RB of those three tourists. down backs. One of those, one of those three down top. Damian Williams. No. 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 I'm thinking one of those those three down like second tier backs like a Chris Carson or like a Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones or like a maybe like Joe Mixon but he's hurt right now or who's on the lower end of that spectrum maybe like a oh Josh Jacobs maybe from Oakland something like that maybe you can get for that. I'll be looking in that kind of region right now. You probably don't have enough to. I I, I mean I probably wouldn't give up Dalvin Cook 
for for a receiver. Would you, Malcolm? Like, would you give up Dalvin Cook for like Mark Cooper? I don't think I would do that. Nope, not I. And I have yeah. him. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I, w- I wouldn't like any of those any of those top any of those top of the best. Like the top, the, of course, the top four: Saquon, Kamara, Zeke, Kamara. That's not even a, that's not even an option. Like Mark Ingram. Now we're like talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Like if I can get a Mark Ingram and. Yeah, Marlon Mack, who got 25, 24 carries. That's something like that. Okay. You could definitely use. Because the Colts are a lot better than the advertised. And if, even a guy like if, if Jacoby Brisket, excuse me, I'm going to say his name right. Jacoby <laughs> Brissett. He's earned that right. If Jacoby Brissett is going to play this way, then Marlon Mack will have value going forward. And that's a perfect example of someone I would get. I was like, okay, who has Mark Ingram? Let me get Mark Ingram and maybe like uh, – James Crowder, if you have him, or Mark Ingram, something like that. With Mark Ingram, like, um, give me another, let me give me like another B receiver. Uh, Terrell Williams, maybe. If you go, if you compare something like that up, you probably don't even know what you're talking about, dude. You were talking about. Now hold on, yeah, now because yeah, we had we were, we were kind of. Well, go. me and John were talking. Yeah, me yeah, we we, we, we were going. Would you give scenarios here? We're giving scenarios about Todd Gurley. Like, what All would right. you do with him? But um, let let's let's talk about let's let's talk about some of the I guess lower end uh, running backs, some of the worst from the week. Mm. And to head off that list, uh, one name that kind of stands out to me: uh, Leonard Fournette, uh, Nick Chubb, uh, Philip Lindsay, James Conner, Carryon Johnson, Sonny mm. Michelle, Sonny Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Phil Lindsay, oh, you said Phil we said Philip Aaron uh, Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, yes, as well. Uh, there's more. Darius um, Geis unfortunately yeah, got yeah, injured. Got hurt, Matt Breida yeah. didn't have the best of games. Uh, so you know, just just Teddy a few people. Montgomery, Montgomery is a big one. Montgomery, and, and for some, for where he was drafted, and for what was talked about, Miles Sanders. Who? Yeah, but that's fools. I mean, first of all, like right before, if you started him, like shame on you. Right, right before the game, <laughs> right before the game, they said he wasn't going to be the lead. Right, running back. They they said he wasn't even starting. They said Jordan, Jordan Howard was start. But now, as we, now, you know what? I will say this: if you watch the game, Miles Sanders does have a grip on that that backfield. Even though it's kind of a it's like a it's like a Miles Sanders, um, Darren Sproles like back and forth with a little sprinkle of Jordan Howard. Why is Darren Sproles the whole thing? They like him. They like him. Do you do? They, they, no, no, no. They love. They him. love him. <laughs> they love him. They didn't bro. bring him back to set him cold. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, they love him. Wasn't bro. he retired? His knee bent. I think his knee buckled last year. They I didn't think. bring him back to sit him. Like, he's done, he's, right. I hear you. I'm just saying. I think Miles Sanders looked pretty well. Looked pretty good on a touchdown run. They called back. Yeah, they called back, yeah. I want to give Miles Sanders more opportunities. But Trust Darren Sproles over here. Trust me when I say this audience. Come like October, November, Miles Sanders is going to win someone. Some, he's going to win someone a fantasy championship. I, I get it. The way he looked, he looked good. And... There's no way. I mean, if you just watched game one, you saw the talent disparity between Sanders, um, Darren Sproles, and of course Jordan Howard. Like Jordan Howard shouldn't even be, he shouldn't even be a thing anymore. Jordan Howard should literally like not be a thing. It should really be just Sanders and and Sproles going back and forth. It should be first down Sanders, second down Sanders, and third down if you want Sproles. I haven't seen I haven't seen Santa Castle yet, but if you if you want to do that, that should be it. It should never be any. Jordan Howard at all. I think Darren Sproles would be the odd man out. Think so? Yeah. I like Darren Sproles in certain situations. He looked good, though. He did look good. Jordan Howard looked terrible. He looked terrible, Jordan Howard. You're right. I mean, I didn't, I didn't see him, though. Where, when he... They all kept on rotating in. No one really got a rhythm. Howard at 55 yards. Miles Sanders 27. 
Sproles had 40, I believe. But, but um, how many attempts did Jordan Howard get? Six. Six carries. Oh, not bad. Not, not bad at all. He's, I guess you know, it happens so quick. I, I literally didn't see it. With two Howard. receptions. Yeah, two I, receptions for 11. He looks slimmer. He looked fine, Jordan Howard. Um, he, yeah, he doesn't look like that guy who was like think, plodding around last year. I think, and also they hit on those two. They hit some big touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson touchdown with long plays. Both of them were both of them um, fifty plus. The Philly long, the only drive they really have. I'm trying to think, he they the Alshon Jeffrey threw the ball on the screen pass to Alshon. Where that easily could have been one of either Jordan Howard or Miles right. Sanders. If Alshon doesn't get in. I'm curious to see what the next play was right behind that. Because I mean, I that was a strange play call on the goal line for Alshon. That's all I'm those, those, no, it's not. They, 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 they run that, that I get it. Screen. I get it. I get it. If I'm a running back, I'm giving Doug Peterson a look. Like, all right, Doug they Peterson. Run, but they run that bubble screen with Alshon every time, though. All right, Doug. That's what we're running on goal line. <laughs> Two yards away, giving Alshon a chance. All right. He didn't throw my, I didn't think he threw my fade, but he threw my screen pass. Like, come on. You could at least go the thing with the You thing could with, give me a first chance. The thing with this, uh, it, Doug. the Eagles, like, they're running back. Situation is going to be based off of game script. If they're down like the way they were, they're not going to see Jordan Howard. If they're up, you're probably going to see a lot of Jordan Howard. So, I would say I'm not playing. I'm not playing any of them until they decide who they want to play. Who they who they want to play. All right. Um. Thank you for the running back talk. Uh, let's jump to those pass catchers and uh, let's start at the top. Sammy Watkins, the man we just mentioned, Deshaun Jackson. John Ross III, Marquise Hollywood, Philip Dorsett, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin from mm-hmm. the Ohio State University, <laughs> T.Y. Hilton, DJ we'll Sharp, him later. and Keenan Allen to round out the 10. Uh, John Brown, Damian Adola, and Larry Fitz, along with Alshon, to round out uh, individuals 17 plus. Um, Sammy Watkins, big game in our league, 41. Pretty sure another league, standard scoring leagues, more more standard scoring than ours. Probably around 30-ish, 20-ish, high 20s. I think the biggest thing about the extended pre, as I like to call it, the extended preseason, I think the biggest disparity you're going to see is in receivers. Because none of you guys play. In the pre- preseason that you guys, the names you just name, none of you guys play. So you don't, you don't. If you start Sammy Watkins, good luck. You sound upset. I'm just saying, like half the, you if you when you look at the when you look at receivers in general, majority of the time they score is either on broken coverages, broken tackles. It's like, bro, you can tell no you can tell no one playing right now has played football in the last like month. Like the the score at Tua had was ridiculous. The first one he caught, he caught ridiculous. He got he got caught like behind behind the yard scrimmage, the line scrimmage. Broke three tackles. He's only, mind you, he's only like six, what, five, six soaking wet, but 180 pounds. Like, is even that? Like, he broke three tackles and then darted into the end zone. It's like, bro, come on. Tackle someone. Sammy Watkins, I forgot he's even alive. I haven't heard Sammy Watkins' name since he got traded to the to, to, to Chiefs. He gets traded or, or he, gets, he signed there. I don't he's even know. He signed there. <laughs> I don't even know. We're, if, you, if, you, if you started Sammy Watkins, like, good for you. Good for you. Because I had him on a team I actually dropped him before, game, before we won. Like, I, I had him on the team. I dra- drafted him. I dropped him for someone else, for Darren Waller. So, like, do I see? Uh, but um, there are some names there that I will go into further detail later. But um, for some things I really, I'm really proud to see is, like, T.Y. Hilton, his, his name being besmudged before the draft because of uh, Joey Brissett. But it looks like if you if you took him, you might have something there. You probably, took him, you probably got him at a discount, too. I agree. Um... 
this was yeah receivers this week was the it was a very odd week in receivers we look at the top of the list and it was like opposite day almost yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was i think looking at the receiver list this makes acquiring one of those top running backs even more important even more important because when you look at someone like Devontae Adams with three Mike Evans with two um OBJ five I think uh Julio had nine with a touchdown <laughs> like um Diggs at four Thielen had ten with a touchdown like all the players you wanted to go get earlier um Juju at seven you just see that so many boomer bust players, like you said, broken cover John Ross over here. John Ross, both touchdowns, could easily have been tackled a couple times. Yeah. The one he rumped the sideline and cut back into the middle of the field. Like, <laughs> someone trip him up, something. Like, and then um, Phil Dorsett running wide open downfield twice. Yeah, like, right, right open. No one on the Pittsburgh team going to run with him. How about Pittsburgh? Like, all, all pieces and all you heard was, was uh, what's his name? James Washington. That's all you heard. And then you watch the game and I see Dr. Moncrief. The hell he come from? <laughs> like, nah, I mean we signed him. We signed him earlier in the year. Like he, he was slated to be the number three. Did he play all preseason? I didn't see. I didn't see him once. <laughs> or how about how about if you how about someone who watches hard not like me and my brother? Did you even hear Terrell Williams name once in this entire show? I forgot he's on the team. Well, I didn't need you didn't need my, somebody like T. Well, you didn't need to hear his name in Hard Knocks to know that he was going to be somebody somewhat featured in their offense. Like they didn't go get T. Will for nothing. Like he went to he, they acquired him to be the number two to AB. Like that I, was, I understand that, and but he has potential. Like he's really that's just the potential pick, and he the, showed it. But the I was I was surprised the usage. Like, I get like for someone who I, for someone who, who I essentially they did a documentary on their team. They didn't even mention his name entire entire time. One. Yeah, because A.B. was throwing a hissy fit all damn day. <laughs> all day, every day. And then he didn't play. A, I don't think he played a snap in preseason. Like, not even a snap. So, to come out of the gate, like, the first drive, he caught, like, a bomb. Like, what the hell? He's like, alive. You, you're alive? Like, He's a vet. Just get rid of preseason, then. Just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Just get, get rid of preseason, preseason then. That make it 17, 18 games. That's what they should and are proposing. So, yeah. Or, like, take it serious, then. Like don't I I heard a proposal like um Steve Young was like I don't get why only the Patriots do this so Patriots pretty much they played Josh Gordon and Edelman and the Ravens yeah and the Ravens right but you could tell those teams but, the, you, but you, you could, could tell you could tell that their players look sharp they look ready like they look like they've been playing football the last month <laughs> while everyone's kind of like sleepwalking so like if you can if you can if you can steal like two three wins early. Because no one else even ready to prepare to play football. Like, look, like I said before the podcast, I guarantee you if the, if the Raiders play the Broncos in like a month or two, the the, the Denver Broncos defense will be much better. Of course, than what we see, than we saw. Like, like, um, what's his name? Von, um, Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller. Like he's been doing commercials all summer. Like <laughs> I didn't see him back for once. I didn't hear. I didn't hear his name all all night. Facts. Like, would you even play? He like, did play. He played. <laughs> like, he was out. That's all I'm out there. Facts. I could have swore Denver's uh, secondary was pretty good. I could, have, I could have swore they were. Thought so. <laughs> they have a, def- a defensive coach, Vic Fangio. Like the defense yeah, right. Back, like, Denver defense is back in style. Like Chris Harris back there, ain't he? He's there. Kareem Jackson. I, so you could have could have could have fooled me. Troy Williams is running free every play, <laughs> like just sprinting. Like, I'm like like jogging. Look like I'm like so. Like, when I see this, it's like okay, so. Apparently, only the Patriots, because they look sharp. When you look at the Patriots, like, they look like they've been practicing for last, playing for last month. I don't get it, man. 
I feel you. Um, any other of the worst that we run around at? I mean, you said uh, we kind of mentioned some of those names that ended up at the bottom. Cooper Cub, Brandon Cooks. Mike Evans. Mm. Oof. Oof. Is that more of an indication on Jameis and just how the game Definitely flow went? Well, the game flow was, was inducive for, for, for passing plays. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pass was on the team. It's the wrong I team. Pass too much. Tampa Bay. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you should run the ball you look over Ron Jones. Because Ron Jones is pretty good. He looks Davis to run something. Shit. Ron Jones look look all right. I I don't. Do you do you see do you see Jay Winston like finishing finishing the season as a starting quarterback? Bruce yes. Arians ain't getting fired over James Winston. Yes. I'm telling you right now. He'll finish the season. They ain't paying him a dollar after the season. Not playing like that. That San Francisco defense ain't that good. Hell no. And Sherman ain't got to pick in two years. I go back to the crib. Jane Winston looks like he just says snap and like looks down. He just stares and receiver down. Like looks at my eyes. Like Word. you don't look at no one else. Like, looks I see like you. I'm waiting to break. God, looks like the uh, the guy from uh, who got you got talent. We look at staring at Diddy, like just staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> just staring at him. Staring at Mike Evans the whole time. Like, yeah, right. right? <laughs> Deep Davis, the whole defense looking at you, watching Mike Evans. Like. He don't audible. Like you know, you know, you could tell bad quarterback. Like you tell young, young bad quarterback when they, when he goes to the line. There's no like blue, ho, 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 red foot, outlet, outlet. Like or, he doesn't do any of that stuff. It's, it's, it's really just like hike, <laughs> hike, interception. Like damn, you like you've been playing for like four years. You don't see that guy sneak sneak up on you. How come I did, like even someone like even someone like, even someone butt like you like you call him you call him butt even someone on the lower end like like Matt Stafford right even he's out there going like oh protection need some protection here do this do this do that Jane Winston just like what play is it when the back okay cool hype boom Zach <laughs> he'll see nothing oh my god I got one thing to say about the receivers um the Rams trio. Well, the Rams offense in general, we do expect better days for the passing game with Jared Goff. But if they are going to have this more run-heavy approach at certain times, especially in the red zone, I think one of them will be – it looks like Cooks will always going to eat. Cooks going to eat. Woods is going to eat. Well, what Cooks do? He didn't do much. He had uh, four points, Cup at four points, and Woods at seven points. I think as – I think Woods is the main – which is a short cog, I think you can guarantee get seven, eight, hope he's going to the end zone, get fifteen. Cooks and Cup over here gonna be the interesting one to watch. I think because Cup early Malcolm Brown did catch the ball in the backfield. Yeah, but once Cup is healthier and more comfortable, I expect him not be not I don't expect him to be better last year, but I expect him to be better than the way he was this week. And with with Cooks, you know, that's really just like he only needs like two catches, three catches a game. Yeah. To be effective. But he has six targets, though. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, we'll see if Gary Goff rebounds back next week. But... You're right, every, six times a game, you're right. Six times a game, Gary Goff just reaches back as far as he can and mm-hmm. launches it to, to, but, uh, to Cooks. It is a little underwhelming to see them put that performance up in a win, in an easy win, too. I'll say this. This is probably, if you have Jared Goff, it's probably be his lowest output for, for, for the season. 11 points. Yeah. Trust me, there's some 40 point, point, 40 point games coming in your way, mm-hmm. in your direction. Sit tight. There'll be some games where Cooks catch two of them things, and 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 he he probably he'll probably dump off one to to golf, uh, golf um to Gurley. He'll get some action. Woods always get, Woods that like you said because is the main consistent in that in that in that trio. I'm not worried about them at all. All right, let's take it over and finish it up with the tight ends. Um, 
TJ Hawkinson, Evan Ingram, Delaney Walker, Mike, I'm sorry, Mark Andrews, Vernon Davis, Blake Jarwin, David Njoku, uh, Jimmy Graham, Travis Kelsey, Tyler Higby, Austin Hooper, Jason Witten, Darren Waller to round out, uh, what is that, about 13, 14 names. Uh, Gentlemen, those are the top of the top. Uh, That was the floor of seven, ending at Waller. Uh, So talk to me about the best. I got to start with TJ Hawkinson because all we heard before the season was, Jesse James starting tight end. He did Hawkins going to be worked slowly into the offense. Not ready. He's not ready. Oh. And so that's what, that, was the, that was the company line during the preseason. Why we didn't see T.J. Hawkins all, all preseason. Like, we knew the talent was there. We knew he was a really good player. He's just the first round, right? Yeah, number eight. He's, he's baby Kittle. We knew Everyone knew he was baby Kittle from same college and everything. But they fed the company line of the road dog Jesse James over here. <laughs> so, niggas didn't know T.J. Hawkins would be the main pass catcher. Then come out game one. He's running around over the field, getting touchdown. You know Six what? for one thirty-one. You said it earlier. That's gonna be the common theme. Either make preseason two games and have everyone play those fucking two games and get ready for the season. Exactly. Or Just get rid of it. Get rid of it and get right to the season. Yeah. Like I don't know what to fucking say because if you're not if you're gonna tell us lies, one clearly <laughs> Jesse James didn't even fucking play. They had one catch. If you're gonna tell us lies. And then change the scheme on the fly. Like, what's the point of leaving? What's the point of charging the public for preseason games? What's the point of taking our money for preseason games? What's the point of putting it on TV? Like, why advertise? You should, honestly, just you, you honestly just have um, joint practices. You can have three joint practices. Put it on the NFL fucking network. Everyone watch it. Put it on YouTube. We'll all watch that shit. <laughs> Facts. We'll make HBO videos out of it. Whatever. Oh, we got one practice with a. Uh, the Patriots and have teams that don't see each other at all. Have the Patriots play against uh, Arizona or something for joint practices. Have the Jets go to fucking Oakland or something for joint practice and put it on TV and we'll watch that all week and it'll yeah. be perfect. Ain't we don't need preseason at all. We can have joint practice. We get our work in, get our thought in, um, and that's it. We'll go from there. Don't tell me that the oh the 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 NFL team coaches don't care about your fantasy team. They don't, but the NFL does because because if you turn the NFL network, all you do is advertise for your fantasy football. And the app, and the the website, and the and if, you, if you go to the TV show, if you go to, if you go to, if you watch NFL Network, every other show was a fantasy show. So like, don't tell me that don't don't tell me you don't care about 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 fantasy football. So like, segments for it. Like... Segment, yeah, exactly. So like, you, all you're doing you're lying to the you're lying to you're lying to. I want to say I don't I don't give you I don't say half the segment half the audience, but you're lying to a big audience of people who literally only watch your product. For this piece of entertainment. Well, no, you do it for a gamemanship, obviously. Obviously, Arizona didn't know T.J. Hawkinson was playing either, clearly. Would it matter? I don't think they covered him once. Would it matter if they knew? Would it matter if they knew? I mean, in the second half, once they found out who he was, they started covering him, actually. He was still catching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, would it matter? You no, know, I mean, he was still doing damage, but still, like, they finally put out, all right, that's T.J. Hawkinson. Just guard him. Shit, but that's all I'm saying. Just, if, if, if nothing's going to happen during a, during preseason, then don't feed us these bullshit lines and then have a whole game plan revolved around TJ Hawkinson or Evan Ingram or your boy Waller over here. But I told you about Waller to him. I told you about Waller. I hear you. I hear you. But then again, we look at the top tight ends. Um, Evan Ingram looks like he's going to have a really good season. He does. Uh, Eli is terrible, but he, made that pass. he can find Evan Ingram. <laughs> For once a game, obviously, probably. Yeah. Once or twice a game, he might be able to find Ingram. 
Maybe it's Shepard next week. Maybe it's Saquon, but... Shepard, uh, concussion protocol. Okay, so there'll be a lot of Evan Ingram, man. A lot of Evan Ingram. Um, Delaney Walker... Uh, it looks good. Uh, he wrote, he, he got two... T- Called three yard pass and ran the end zone goals twice. I mean, that's every year that's consistently the pass that Mario will commit. He's a bad quarterback. What I always tell you, what, what I always tell you, Cone, bad quarterback's favorite favorite target to tight end. I understand that, but you can't depend on consistent four yard passes then run the end zone. Why not? They're not, they're going, the Titans are going to score points, like they're not going to lose every game. I keep saying it, they're not going to lose every game 45, 45. I'm not saying that they actually won, they won the last game. Clearly. You're right, so like. They're going to score points every game. Every game they're going to score. They're going to score 14, 20 points every single game. I love, love, love me some Mark Andrews. Um, I know I spoke about him for the podcast, but uh, for the when we talk about tight ends, but um, that was the one guy I thought Mark uh, Hollywood, uh, Hollywood. That was the one guy I thought Lamar Jackson would be able to consistently throw the ball to, and it looked pretty well. Now, what I saw in that Ravens game, I need to see it first. Another team, I think, because yeah, because. Uh, I think Lamar Jackson's still standing back in the pocket. I don't think any pass rusher ever came close to him during the game. I thought he was playing football. It was, it was. <laughs> I thought he was playing a college team. It was playing to you. It was like they were playing Madden rookie. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like. <laughs> I don't think I ever seen someone. Besides the year Tom Brady had uh, the 50 touchdowns with him and Moss, I don't think I ever seen someone stand in the pocket for that long before. And just pat the ball, pat the ball, <laughs> unload it downfield. Like, what? But uh, it was impressive. Very impressive between Mark Andrews. Catching touchdown at the end of the game from RG3, actually. But yeah. uh, it Wilson was very more, impressive. Wilson had uh, more points than Cam Newton. <laughs> RG3. Um, some of the losers from tight ends who uh, the tight end situation over in uh, Indianapolis. Yeah, it's ugly. I got to lose my app real quick. But um, your appetite you know, or your app? <laughs> huh? Your appetite or your app? <laughs> I, tell, I lost my app real quick. I know. He, he, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. Uh, over the head bars. Okay. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm-mm. You trying? Why you trying to cut me off over there? I cut you off. I was building on your joke. Trying to be funnier. Keep your little two cent jokes over there, Cole. Oh right? Goodness Christ! I hope you out. Yeah, keep your little two cents over there. We can ask for it. We can ask for it. <laughs> um, that was my train of thought. Oh yeah, Jack Doyle and uh, Ebron. We thought that they would be two of uh, Jacoby Brissett's targets. Clearly, that wasn't the case. Um, he's looking for big numbers with Ty, obviously. And I don't blame him. But uh, if you did draft Ebron or Doyle, I'm shopping around right now. I'm shopping heavy, actually. Now, I'm not looking at Vernon Davis, even though he didn't make that unle- uh, 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 unbelievable leap over two people. And he then hurdled the, the man. Yeah. Say it. He hurdled the man. Yeah. But um, tight end's thin. It's going to be a nasty tight end. It's going to be a nasty tight end. It's not really thin, though. It's going to be nasty, I think. I think it looked, I think for week one, it was a little because uh, everyone can't tackle right now, so it's a little more booming. I don't, th- I don't see Tia Hawkinson having a a buck thirty one next week. You know he should be, he should be a viable, he should be a viable option moving forward. Yes, like, you're I'd right. be shocked if he went the hibernation now. I'd, I'd be shocked if it was like what do you have a buck ten? You said buck thirty one. Buck thirty one. I'd be shocked this week is like five for like thirty. I don't expect, I don't expect that. I think the Chargers now. I mean. You're right, and a better with a different quarterback, I think he will be a thing every every single game. But I don't know about him with Matt Stafford. I can see him back in that fifty five, fifty five range, six points range, seven points range, where most tight ends live at. All right, um, so we're wrapping up the tight ends, and we're gonna jump into the top five, gentlemen. We're gonna give our top five. 
for each position for this upcoming week two, you know we're gonna start. Start with the most important position, quarterbacks. Which one of the Colts bros wants to begin? And you know we go from the bottom up, so start me off at five, please. Give me one second. All right. <clears throat> My number five quarterback for week two will be Dak Prescott. Professor, Professor, Professor Redskins. I, th- I see him and, and uh, Marco have another good game against the, against the Deskins. <laughs> and the Deskins will fall to 0-2. And the Dallas Cowboys will be 2-0. My number four quarterback, Matt Ryan. Eagle defense still not good there. Still not good. Secondary still can't guard it. Guarding one, as you saw with Chase Keenum looking like as a as as Castro called him Chase Chase Brady. I expect Matt Ryan to have a nice bounce back game versus a weak secondary. And uh, number four quarterback. Number three, I'm going to go with another bounce back here, Jared Goff. Bounce back. Uh, the Saints secondary had some trouble. Against um, Joe Watson this week, he has another good group of receivers coming at him, coming at them, and I receive, I expect the, the secondary to continue those problems and with uh, the Rams secondary. My number two quarterback, Aaron Rodgers versus the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings defense did not impress me this last weekend. Um, versus uh, the Falcons, they look they look good at first, but they but they 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 fell back to earth. And I expect Aaron Rodgers to want to make things right. Week one was a very dismal week for him, and he wants to make things right. And my number one was my number one quarterback, which I think I will have the same. My number one person will come from the same team for all categories, probably except for the tight end. Tom Brady might have eighty points versus Miami. I don't know how many points. I don't know how many points. That the only way he's not gonna be number one quarterback is if they shut him down at halftime. Because it's, it's, it's out of bounds already. And, and, and the Patriots aren't known to do that. The Patriots are not known to shut anyone down. They're known to build the running up. Time out him up. <laughs> Tom Brady. So my number five quarterback will be, uh, I'm going to go with Derek Carr. I like what I saw out of him for game one versus the Broncos. You know, this Chiefs defense will give it up. We saw uh, Minshew come in after Nick Foles ran through a touchdown. And Minshew... Came in 17 for 20, threw a touchdown to D.D. Westbrook. Um, they forced turnovers, but they will give up a lot of points, and we'll give up, and it will be a high-scoring game. So I got Derek Carr number five. Uh, he's a solid waiver wire pickup this week for quarterbacks. Um, my number four quarterback, uh, I have Carson Wentz versus the Atlanta Falcons. Um I said all year, Carson will be, will be on the short list for MVP if he's healthy, and... Game one, for the first half of the, of the game, it was looking very shaky. But until he connected to uh, Deshaun Jackson a couple times, threw a touchdown, uh, threw a third one to, I think, Goddard, I think. No, no, excuse me, to Alshon. Um, once looked really good. Threw a ton of yards, 381. Uh, he's my number four quarterback. Number three. Eh, I'll put... This one's gonna hurt. But number three, I got Baker Mayfield versus my New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh I think that's that game versus Tennessee uh left a real sour note in the Cleveland Browns tongue. And they will come out Monday gunslinging. And lo and behold, my Jets cornerbacks are 
very shaky, to say the least. I'm being nice saying shaky. They're pretty much trash. So I assume Beckham, Jarvis, Joku, the whole gang should get off of Monday Night Football versus my Jets. Um, it's just not enough cornerback, nickelbacks, safety help to contain them. I don't think it was going to pass versus Gatham Baker. Number two quarterback, eh, eh, I'm tossing on my head. I'll pick Tom Brady number two because I think they'll get Sonny Michelle in the end zone a couple times. After he got those tough yardage versus Pittsburgh last week. What's that mean? Sonny Michelle had three touchdowns. He might he's about to go for six. That's what I'm saying. I think, <laughs> what I'm saying, I think Sonny Michelle might get in the end zone maybe twice. Maybe uh, James White runs one in. I think Tom Brady touchdowns could be capped maybe at three or four. He might not get that crazy number that uh, my number one quarterback has, which is Pat Mahomes. I do believe that uh, versus Oakland defense, I just saw week one, Pat Mahomes. Uh, I don't know if he played a full game, Pat Mahomes, week one. I don't think I saw him that much in the fourth quarter. But um, he was clearly Sammy Watkins. Ty- Tyreek Hill goes out. Sammy Watkins picks it up. Three touchdowns. I'm assuming Kelsey's back on schedule this week. Uh, we'll look out for Miko Hardman if he can fill out the Tyreek Hill role. But, um, yeah, I got Pat Mahomes, number one quarterback, slinging it up in Oakland. All right, let's jump over to the running backs. Uh, let's take it to the backfield. Top five. Number five. Number five. I got Alvin Kamara versus the Rams. The Ram defense, eh, gave up two touchdowns and a, and a lot of yards to CMC this past week. They got another top five running back coming into town. I expect uh, Kamara to fill the slot and not miss a beat. Number four, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. To run all the Chiefs, to run all the Chiefs this <laughs> week. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with Sonny Michelle. Nice little bounce back game against the Dolphins. Number two, Chris Carson versus Steelers. It's a nice little game against for him. <laughs> and number one, number one, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zeke versus the Redskins. I think I think they wanna. I think they wanna feature Zeke after after. Wow. After a slow start to Giants, I think it's time to let the no CMC versus Tampa Bay. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, five minutes a game. You're right. Thursday night. I think it did miss that game. I, I, <laughs> did I you see James in Tampa Bay? James right. James is gonna put them enough good guy in good enough spots for TMC to get at least three touchdowns. You're right about that. You're right about that. CMC will definitely sure. go off. I, I, I'll James, put CMC James is a one to five yard line. <laughs> James, you know, James is good for a former one to five. You're right about that. I'll, give, I'll put CMC number one. Yeah, that's what I thought. My number five running back, uh, I'm going with Josh Jacobs. Hopefully, I'm, I'm right in the corner, shootout in Oakland and Kansas City. He'll be a part of that. He might be getting the end zone maybe once or twice, catch the ball also. I'm my number five running back. Number four, your boy Alvin Kamara versus LA Rams. He always seems to play pretty. His, I think that was one of his coming out parties, his rookie year versus the Rams in LA. He had an explosive game out there in the sun. I think he had a 70 yard touchdown run. I expect him to get uh, to have an electrifying game in Hollywood. Um, my number three running back, uh, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. We just saw that same Buffalo team get gassed versus the Jets. They gave up uh, uh, 95 total yards to Le'Veon Bell, who hadn't played in the season. So I'm assuming Saquon will play every single game. He can get about buck 25, buck 35, maybe buck 50 if he gets one of those big runs he gets. Hopefully he'll get in the end zone. Um, my number two running back, Zeke. You know, I think the Cowboys are going to run it up on the Redskins on Sunday. 
Uh, the Redskins are a pretty good team, actually. The Redskins aren't. I mean, let me rephrase that. The Redskins' defense isn't that bad. The offense, if they can just hold on and sustain some drives and and not turn the ball over, Case Keenum, then they could have beaten the Eagles that game, actually. But that's a whole other story. And my number one running back, Young CMC, versus Tampa on Thursday. Uh, number one player in the game right now, CMC, man. Number one playing the game. In the game. Can't be mad. Yep. Can't be mad. I'm one playing the game. All right. Let's uh let's talk about some those wide receivers, some pass catchers. Pass catch up. <laughs> Number five, Coles. Where we at? Number <clears throat> five. No. I'm going to go <laughs> making that face. Keenan Allen versus Lions. Number four. I said one thing before you finish. Go ahead. Just looking at the projections for next week. With the receivers, is ESPN trying to tell us that uh, receivers are just all just mumbled in one? Pretty, all the, much. pretty much hit or miss. All yes. of them, all of them hit or miss. Pretty much yes. every single one now hit or miss receivers. Like, pretty much, yes. Because the highest one is Julio at twelve. He's questionable. Where's <laughs> 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 like, Philly? Wow. He's the highest at twelve. He's questionable. And uh, that's the highest at twelve point one. You know what I'm saying? Usually you see AB at like. 15, 15 yeah, 16. Right. Google's usually at the 15, 16 range. D-Hop's usually in the 14, 15 range. And now it's like D-Hop's at 10. I think you might. I think we'll we'll probably see those more like towards the end of the season. I guess once these guys get their legs under them, I guess you know they're still starting fresh and still trying to get acclimated to the game and whatnot. So yeah. I guess, like I said, we'll, we'll, we'll give, them, look give at them at least until week three until I start looking look at, at cats like, yo, what's up with this low-ass projection? We're the same. We look at, look at Mark Cooper at 9.8. It's like, all right, if you get if you get a touchdown in 40 yards, then you hit your projection pretty much. Yeah. Look at, you're either getting, one, you're either getting a touchdown or yards. So like, I started looking at it. Either going to give me 80 yards, hopefully, <laughs> pray you fall in the end zone as we bunch they look at tell me receivers nowadays. Mm. It's a scary sight, man. Scary sight. Done. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My two thoughts. Number four. John Brown for the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> he might got two of them things. It's like two, two deep ones too. Tell you one thing. I got DeAndre Baker on the Giants. Boys, he's slow. <laughs> he's I don't he, know. I guarantee you. I'll I put money up that John Brown is catch a touchdown this week. I don't know what kind of shoes he got on. <laughs> you get the big baller brands out blowing up Alonzo. <laughs> Get that man some Nikes or something, boy. I'm just ain't working. Number three, business is booming. I think, I think, <laughs> I, for the Dolphins, I think if he had to score, I think, yeah. I think, I first of all, I think Belichick loves to be the smartest guy in the room. I think he's going to drop at least four plays to make sure that AB gets an end zone. Four? I was ten. But wait, the first one probably going to work. <laughs> the first one's probably going to work. The first one's definitely going to work, right? The first one's the first, definitely going to work. The first, I go deep, dude. Just go, go do good people quick. They're going to make a double move. It's going to work perfectly. Yeah. They're going to run like the ball for Sonny Mitchell three times in a row. Play action. ABC wide open yeah. like Hollywood last week. Mm-hmm. Right on cue. Right on cue. So, I'm going to be low. low. I'm, 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 only, I'm, only going, I'm only going, do I say three? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm only going three because there's so many guys in England that has to get the ball. So, like, I expect Josh Gordon to score. I expect Edelman to get 10 targets. I expect Sonny Mitchell to get two, two of them touchdowns. Like two, uh, two touchdowns. I expect Jane White to get 80 yards somehow. I expect, I expect everyone. <laughs> this is the buffet. Like, hey, yeah, everybody yeah. eats. Anyone in like, the Patriots offense. <laughs> anyone. Anytime they say hike, I expect someone to catch the ball. <laughs> and do something positive. Hey, catch that. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. I mean, I can't. I can't. 
I can't even fathom the Yo. the Patriots punting. I can't. I really can't. Field goal. What's that? Field goal. Go, ahead, go for it. Fourth, 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 I don't care what it is. Fourth and 20. Like the Madden style. Fourth and 20 is go for it. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, all right. Number two. Number two. Number two. I'm going to go Hollywood Brown versus the Cardinals. They, they, they give a lot of yards to the, to, uh, the, the Lions. I expect, I expect, uh, I expect um, Lamar to be throwing, throwing some more. And my number one, this is all depending on health. Julio Jones versus the Eagles. Mm. I can't even, I can't even fat. I'll, I'll go to put Julio and Cal Jones one and two. <laughs> <laughs> Say it right now. Those Eagles cornerbacks, boy. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. I love Terry, but damn. That's literally his first game. That's literally his first game ever. Just cooking niggas. Mm. God bless Carson Wentz. <laughs> God bless him. God bless Carson Wentz. And Case Keenan being terrible. I thought at one point, like, damn, they're going to have to wash y'all. Yeah, after Vernon started hurtling people and ran to the end zone. <laughs> then ran to the end zone after it. I need hurdle, man. Then ran to the end zone. That was the preseason blues combs. <laughs> they, haven't seen live, they haven't seen a tight end and, and, and touch the ball and run in two months. But uh, my turn? Yep. yep. We're Number five. I'll start with, uh, you know what? I'll go with one of these. The Rams. We got one. Number five, Tyrell Williams versus Kansas City Chiefs. I had Derek Carr, I think, number five, right? Um, might as well have his receiver up there. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I expect a shootout. Uh, put young Tyrell in number five. Uh, number four, I put A.B. slash Josh Jordan. Um, I'm not sure if A.B. is going to play, but Josh Gordon going to play. So they're both going to be the tie for number four. They're going to be, they're gonna be up there, both of them. We'll put them both at four. Whatever Patriot... Do well, yeah. If both of them play, then they'll both be up there in the top five, probably. But if Josh Gordon was the only one that plays, he'll definitely be in the top five, probably higher. Um, number three, I said load these guys up. Odell Beckham Jr. versus my Jets. I can't imagine who's even guarding them. <laughs> Tremaine Johnson, ugh. Brian Poole. We just saw him get dropped by John Brown to lose the game. My <laughs> goodness, I don't want to see him on Odell Beckham. Uh, I might have to put Jamal Adams at the cornerback. That may be the only shot. I don't know. Um, so we'll see with that. But I expect Beckham to have a nice game in Monday Night Football. Uh, my number two receiver. Um, I like Michael Thomas this week. Last year versus the Rams, he had a he cooked uh, Marcus Peters last year versus the Rams in New Orleans. I expect him to do that same thing in L.A. To have a solid week, Michael Thomas. $100 million, $100 million, $100 million man. Hmm. And my number one, you know I love this man when he's healthy, Sammy Watkins. If he's on the field for the whole game versus Oakland and he's getting peppered between him and Chelsea from Pat Mahomes, mm. the man got to eat. Like, <laughs> I'm saying the man got to eat. That's all I can say. Like, if you're getting passes from Pat Mahomes and they're not really running the ball, they run the ball sparingly with Shady and Damian Williams. And then in the back of the air game with Kelsey and Sammy, then Sammy got me number one. For that Oakland defense, they didn't get good. They didn't get good in one year. Oakland defense. Joe Flacco stinks. Mm-hmm. All right, Flacco stinks. Um, the old line on Denver stinks. I expect Kansas City to easily put up forty points next week, and we'll see who gets touchdowns. But I think Sammy Watkins will be up there. 
Should I probably should have Kelsey in my top five also. Probably should. He's mine. I mean, that's a perfect segue to take us into our tight ends, Coles. I mean, I, I probably should have Kelsey in my top five receivers. I mean, he's definitely top five <laughs> tight ends. He's definitely number one tight end, Kelsey. Well, same game. My five tight end, Darren Wallacombs. The man played 55, 55 snaps. I see you put a lot of your guys in his, in his top fives. <laughs> You trying to will these top five to happen, or are you just... Combs. He played 55 out of 55 snaps. Nice. He don't leave the field. He stay on the field. <laughs> he stay on the field, Combs. <laughs> Number four. Bounce back game for Zach Ernst. Good, good. Was he even alive last game against uh, Redskins? Too many mouths to feed. I said it. You're right. So uh, you're right. Just too many mouths to feed consistently. So, I will be mad. I'm, 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 I'm Zach Ernst. I'm looking at Doug Peterson also like, yo... You calling a pass play with Goddard over here? The the live Goddard here yeah, live mouse feed feeds. I can understand Deshaun Jackson getting the bombs, Alshon getting his, but I ain't playing second fiddle with no Goddard over here. You better fix that up, Doug Peterson. You better fix that right now. Number three, Evan Ingram for the Bills. Like I said the only pass that Eli can make besides besides Saquon. That is true. Number two, I'm gonna go Vince McDonald for Seahawks. I think so. What's behind this pick? <laughs> I, just, McDonald. <laughs> I just think some some kind of positivity has to come from that. Pittsburgh Steelers happens. I, I think they got they got embarrassed playing that football. I expect to see a more motivated team. I think I think there's I think there's some pride that's not terrible as how. I don't think Big Ben wants to go out like this. And Monkey can't catch. So Monkey can't catch. <laughs> And, and Juju ain't no more receiver. So someone else gotta help him. Besides Connor, and so I'm 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 going base base battle. He looks small, Juju, right? He looks small, Juju. I don't know. He looks small, yeah. <laughs> number one, number one cornerback, Combs. The light, light, light on a little brighter. Light a little bright. And like you said, number one. I agree. I do have Pittsburgh winning this game this week. I don't know if Vance McDonald will be the reason they win this game. My number one, uh, tight end for the week is going to be. Travis Kelsey. I mean, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Clearly. Number five for me, I'm going to go Austin Hooper. Number five, Atlanta versus that putrid Philadelphia tight end uh, mm-hmm. defense. I think the Falcons, I think Hooper is sneaking the end zone probably twice versus your Falcons. Uh, you know, Matt Ryan. He threw one to Julio last week on the, the red zone. I mean, for the Eagles, I mean, he threw, he threw one in the end zone last week to Matt Ryan, uh, to Julio on the red zone. Same thing Kevin Ridley, but... Uh, I guess the old Hooper sneaking in there for one. No Hooper. Yeah, I like Hooper. It's nine catches, 77 yards. He looked pretty good. Um, number four, Evan Ingram uh, versus Buffalo. If Eli's going to be peppering him all game, Sterling Shepard's out with a concussion now, and he had the hand injury, Golden Tate suspended, um, Evan Ingram got to be number four. Number three, uh, my boy George Kittle versus Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's offense looks pretty good, actually. The defense looks terrible, mm-hmm. so I would assume that Jimmy Garoppolo will continue to find Kittle, get him on the board. Since uh, both touchdowns got overturned last week, I'm assuming they, they get right back on the board this week again. Um, my number was that number two. Yep, my number two was um, yeah, I go with I go with Julius one Coles. Number number two was Zach Ertz. I remember I had Ertz last year. He had a slow week one. I think he had a uh, talk with Doug Peterson in the in, a, in the bye week. I mean, during uh, the downtime, and then week two, he came out with a bang. I had that same thing this week versus, uh, versus uh, Atlanta, Sunday Night Football. 
I expect Zach Ertz and Atlanta to have a nice little touchdown, about 85 yards. Put him at number two. And number one, with wide receiver one number this week, will be Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey. He might be the highest scoring pass catcher of the week, probably. He easily could, unless someone gets 40 points like Sammy Watkins last week. But uh, I expect er- uh, Kelsey to be in the top tier of pass catchers this week for the top five. All right. And uh, that takes us into uh, some waiver wire talk in our go get him. Go get him. He's not alive. He's, he's, not, alive. he's not alive. Go get him. 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 He's not ready. Sleep. I'm sorry. I watched. I take an interest. Sleep. He's just got here. Not ready. All right, man. So we saw week one pass by. Uh, and we we like we called it earlier. We called it like it was kind of opposite week where you know the people that you drafted high kind of underperformed, where those people kind of went under the radar, kind of showed why they should be on the radar. Uh, so you know, talk to me about some people that are probably left out there floating around that some people may still be able to go after and you know poach and pluck off that waiver wire. Talk to me. My first go get him, a man who was disrespected. <laughs> How dare, how dare you tell HP not to, not to suit up? <laughs> that was yo. That's what I told about. How dare you? He'll smack you. Man, a thousand yards last year. Tomorrow, don't suit up. Shut up. You don't suit up. You know what? Give me your headset. I'm coaching today. How dare you? Go get that man. Go get that man. Yeah, I agree with that one. How God, dare you? Jay Gruden, you need, you need a slapping right now. John needs to fly across country and slap you, and then go fly back to Oakland. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Sit in AP. You kidding me? I ain't sitting in them. Tell them to dress. Healthy scratch. Healthy, Healthy scratch. How embarrassing. <laughs> and, like, and you know, and I know AP is a, a prideful man. He doesn't want to be in that bum ass watching the team. <laughs> but he has a money problem, man. He has a money problem, AP. That's the word in the trick. He got money problems. He can win 2.5 million. Then, all right, Jake Rudin. You little punk ass motherfucker. Yeah. You lucky I'm getting 2.5 from Daniel Snyder. I'll beat your ass right now. I'll beat your ass right now. You thought AP was that, but no, bad. We see nothing yet. Wait till, wait till the season's over, though. I'm going to get you, Jake Rudin. I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. <laughs> Put the on you. Oh, yeah. Don't bench AP. Shame. My next guy, we're staying, we're staying in Washington, though. Terry McLaurin. Man had five catches for 125 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. <laughs> hey, my favorite saying is that even bad teams score points. <laughs> and I, if, if, my, if my guess is, so, so Darius Geis is down. So what are the other options? AP, who didn't dress last week? <laughs> or Vernon Davis? Yeah, I'm going to go with this guy. Jordan, 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 uh, what's his name? Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed, oh, he got, got concussion already. Hey, he don't, he don't, he don't play fool no more. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he don't play fool no more. I'm, I'm convinced. He does not, he, he's like, he don't play football no more. He had concussion during one of the, during, during one of the, one of the team meetings. <laughs> oh my goodness. John Gruden, uh, Jay Gruden was talking, he got so bored, he hit on the table, like, he fell asleep. <laughs> he had concussion. Oh man, um, my next guy, Kombu. You we pick you guys. Damn right, I don't talking about Mr. Crowder with seventeen targets. Now I get it. This may not be a thing for the whole season when Hurden comes back. But hey, Hurden ain't gonna get ten, ain't ten, tar- ten targets. Even if he does, it's still seven targets he's gonna get. Like 
You wanna call me crazy, but Crowder might hit an outside chance of finishing top top five in the league of targets. Oh, targets. Scary. Oh, oh targets, targets. Oh. Targets. <laughs> targets. <laughs> and unlike uh my boy um in, in uh Brown's uh what's his name? The the other the other receiver is not Odell. Yeah. Unlike Jarvis, he has to catch the ball. <laughs> that's disrespectful. I mean, is it? You, that's, that's your line. Ooh, cool. Joe Lickett, mad targets. Was he catching him? <laughs> What's one of the favorite lines? Jarvis out there just doing, he always had to do a cardio. Just running, running, just running routes. <laughs> Stay in shape in case Odell gets hurt. <laughs> that's you, know, so you got anyone? Uh, Ronald Jones. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay running back. Second round pick last year. Mm. Finally showed up. Now, I'm not saying play him on Thursday versus Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm not. But I will pick him up, hold him. Because they got the Giants coming after that. Yeah. That game three versus the Giants. If he's still playing well, load him up for <laughs> the Giants. Because that's going to be a. Now, you don't have to watch that game. Giants versus Tampa Bay, you don't have to watch that game at all. Please don't watch it. Mm-hmm. That's me bad football. Team isn't Eli. Don't, <laughs> don't watch that game at all. But. If you pick at your stats, Ron Jones might have a good game. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Wait to wake up, so, up in the morning with a question in your eye. Like, oh, what the fuck? He's, oh, one, of those, he's one of those waiver wire pickups you, dra- you pick up and stash. Yeah. Not this week for Carolina because Carolina's going to be mad. They lost to the Rams. I expect them to put the pause on Tampa Bay on Thursday. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> but game three. But game three versus the Giants. You could have something, Ronald Jones. You could have something. Yeah, so by sad. then, uh, Adrian, uh, the the coach, uh, Bruner, not Bruner, what's his name? The coach was the table. Oh, uh, Arians. 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 He should, by then, he'll see that, all right, we're not, we can't throw the ball 30 times, but Jim Winston. I expect, I expect the one of those, the, another, he's going he gonna, to he try again. Come Thursday, he's going to try again with Winston, and it's not going to look good. Nope, not at all. And he could be like, you know what? Let me try the ball a little more. Um... Yeah, I think probably you said uh, Terry McLaurin already. It was, yeah. That's what you're giving us, Ronald Jones? That's all we That's had. What you got for the people? I mean, I know uh, Tevin Coleman's out with time. Um, Burita's the number one guy now. Yeah, I'm sure most people have Burita. If you don't have him, go get him. He's out there. Uh, Mostert looked pretty good last year in, in backup role. So possibly pick him up if you need a handcuff. This is handcuff season time. Go get your handcuffs. You don't have anybody yet. You just saw Randall Cobb look well for oh, the Giants. Oh, I got one. I got you one. Somebody? Got one. Uh, Joe Mixon's out. Giovanni Bernard. He's the kind of guy that you go plug in. He's the, guy, he's the kind of guy you can plug in this week. You can play him this week. He's not stash. He's a guy that is go- if, if Mixon's out, which, you, which you, I think he is out. He's gonna, it's questionable. He's going to be the – if he's out, come Sunday morning, Giovanni Bernard, I'll, I'll play him this week. And expect good things. All right. That was it for go get him, gentlemen. Uh, thank you for providing the folks with uh, you know that little waiver wire analysis. Uh, hopefully, you guys take heed and you know go, you know put those in, and hopefully you, you grab one of these folks and you get them on your roster for this week two of games starting on Thursday. Um, gentlemen, that's how we wrap up the episode, man. For Combs, for Clooney, and your boy Johnny Doves, man. This is the Two Coles Fantasy Show. It's the Two Coles Fantasy Show. That man's coming. It's the Two. <laughs> Coles Fancy Show. It's the Two Coles Fancy Show. Give y'all a week. It's the Two Coles Fancy Show. It's the Two Coles Fancy Show. Get your shovel. It's the Two Coles Fancy Show. It's the Two Coles Fancy Show. Yeah. White keys 
Piano, Oakland's banana. My blood got manners. Broke gifts like Santa. White Keys, Piano, Detroit, Atlanta. Macktown, Savannah. White Keys.